0: Shalom. Where's my beards at? Hey, hey, you. Yeah, yeah, you. I need you to do me a favor. They got me doing this commercial, and I need you to go to HouseOfIsrael.com. Oh, yeah. HouseOfIsrael.com. Oh, wait, excuse me. HouseOfIsraelOhio.com. They have me saying it three times, so I have to say it two more times. HouseOfIsraelOhio.com. That's HouseOfIsraelOhio.com. The one, and I'm out. hey it's Dewan dublin and i'm here um, with the panel with beards bros and a chick a little background on me hairstylist been doing about 10 years Um, you can also say uh, barber stylist cosmetologist um, but been doing hair for 10 years Uh, most of background is in let's see um resources (laughs) and also trina is that your phone you're on blast, messing up my my flow. I've been doing hair for about uh, 10 years and also uh, customer service um, since, I think I said eight, nine, somewhere like that, dealing with people. Um, so I hear and see what men say, what women say about men, what men say about men, what, what the uh, whole topics are on the show is about men. And so I hear from both sides dealing in the hair industry. So... That's a little bit about me um, Trina, since you already want to jump in with your phone How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fine today And again, my name is Trina Chapman And I am a hairstylist also And I just wanted to um, apologize for my phone
0: And your bracelet, and you're just dragging it across the table Just making all kind of noise
1: You know what? Be one of haven't them even started yet Don't get started with me I see <laughs> So, anyway Um have two sons, and um, and they're all grown up, and it's all good.
0: And so you do as also, right?
1: Yeah, I said that, I think. Mm-hmm. How long? I'm not saying. I'm, oh, I, if you can it's, tell it's your over e- 10 years, I'm not saying. You can
0: tell your age, but you can't say how long you've been doing hair. That's right. Okay.
1: Hmm.
0: I think the women priorities are backwards, but Whatever. nobody's going to say nothing about that. Hmm. I won't. Great. Great. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's, it's going to
1: be one of those nights, huh?
0: I see what you're making all the noises. Your phone off.
1: Whatever. How old am I?
0: 56. How long have you been here? <laughs> we won't know. Okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> I have a guest here, uh, Um I just wanted to bring him on. We've got a little topic here about uh, marriage. Just a little hint, hint. Um, and so I just wanted to hear, um, Parazah, welcome to the um, bro, beards, bros, and a chick. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Tawada. Good. Um,
2: tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Pariza. Um, I'm from Jamaica, Queens, New York. Grew up in New York and DC, Cleveland. Went to Central State University. Um, I like to read okay. English, Hebrew, and uh, and and Spanish. Um, here in Columbus, I'm part of a, a community of people, men, women, and children, where I function as a, a teacher, as an elder, and also as a a, a judge by Torah law, mm-hmm. uh, things of that nature. I like to travel. Mm, Traveling, um, I nice. like travel a lot. I've been to Guatemala, Belize, Mexico, um, Canada. That doesn't count, though, does it? Uh, yeah. I would count really? it. Yes. Okay, count. but this, this was before count. you had to have a passport to cross. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So that count. it still counts. Still you counts. Know, I want to go. I want to check out Honduras next. Um, I like to just travel, teach. Um, I'm real big into like uh, indigenous cultures,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, indigenous in the Americas as well as in the, the eastern hemisphere. So that's where a lot of my thought processes uh, come from. I'm an ancient thinker. I try not to, you know, base my concepts of what I think and feel on a lot of modern things. So I spend a lot of time looking at history and just, you know, pre-colonial cultures. So when you say ancient ancient um, thought, you're thinking history. Yeah. yeah history and how people functioned lived worked you know uh ruled themselves you know the social structures of different people you know before you know we came over here mm-hmm. before people started to populate in mass in the western hemisphere uninvited ooh mm. gotcha uh traveling um
0: you've been to a lot of places i've been probably uh out of ohio 3 times and uh <laughs> and they say one of them don't count cuz it's michigan so that's why I counted yours Yours have to count Because mine does Okay I'm holding on to my three So uh, Michigan I think they have been to um, Vegas And Baltimore, Maryland So
2: uh, I've been to Vegas And Baltimore too uh-huh. I didn't like Vegas Too much though it's, it's, it's a little lot It's a lot I stayed there For about 12 hours Literally uh, I was supposed to stay For two days But I just I got on the plane And left
0: Uh huh I, I stayed for six days And that's just Way too long It was a deal We got a uh, the hotel and <laughs> the hotel flight and i went with a group of friends hotel um and the flight and so the more we kept adding on days the cheaper it got and i was done after three days it's just it's just too much you ever been to vegas trina
1: no i never wanted to go never mm-hmm. why not because nope. i thought i would be addicted to gambling but i wasn't so hmm. mm-hmm. can, I,
2: can i make a correction what's that i didn't actually live in dc i lived on a borderline of dc in the D.C. area, I lived in, when we first moved to the D.C. area, it was like, uh, it was Landover, Landover, Maryland, uh-huh. you know, it was Landover, Maryland, right, which is like right there, then from there we moved to like Oxon Hill and Clinton, which is like five miles from um, from, uh, from, from, the heart of Southeast around like Good Hope Road, that area, so it wasn't actually in D.C., it was just the D.C. metropolitan area. Unless you said that, you could still claim it though, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're good.
0: I, I, I claim it all. I would claim both sides and, and keep that fence line. Um, when you s- let's see. Um, what are we th- going
1: to talk about today? What you say? We're going to talk about something special today.
0: Yeah. Uh, the title we got is um, to be or not to be, and that's the question. Marriage, Ooh. to be married, not to be married. <laughs> hmm. Um, society nowadays uh, especially um, men um, really shy away that's the stigma for men really shy away from marriage it's a commitment issue Um, unable to to, unable to commit uh, long term don't want to be settled down with uh, one woman uh, for a very long time so uh, on top of that there's a couple other tags and titles that go with that but sticking with uh, marriage which I've been married for a year and six months now and um, that's cool with me, I, I'm liking it. I kind of always wanted to be married since I was 12. I know it's a weird thing for a guy. <laughs> I don't want to be married for that long, um, but I just kind of wanted the the house, the picket fence, the dog, and the two point kid, was it 2.5 kids? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 2.5 <laughs> kids. Don't know why I didn't necessarily grow up and see that in my family, um, and let alone um, TV or society saying, that's what you should do. So um, I think it's just always was embedded in me to want to be married. So finally, um, probably was engaged once um, for about five years. Didn't work. Um, I I know women don't like the word crazy, so I'll use something else. She was different, so it didn't work <laughs> out. It didn't go that way. So we won't say crazy, <laughs> but different. Um, so
1: different.
0: Yes, mm. different. So <laughs> <laughs> so um, married to my uh, wife uh, Chloe. Woo shout out to Chloe. Mossy policy. You'll hear. Her. She has her opinions on our our marriage. Um but uh I said year and a half. Um and so far so good. I don't want to trade her in. So um I like marriage. Uh Trina, you've been married?
1: Uh I've been married twice and um I've learned a, a lot since um, both marriages ended in divorce and I've learned a lot and I decided um I decided Never again. I decided I'm not going to be a bitter woman, but um, since I've learned so much about Hebrew um, teachings, I, I decided I'd just stay single right now.
0: hmm <clears throat> That'll be best for you, just to stay single?
1: Yes, because I, I really haven't seen a lot of women in Hebrew faith that's very happy. And so I decided um, single's best.
0: Well, where did you get that from?
1: Just by looking, still looking around, looking at women, talking to women.
0: Mm-hmm. And so. I haven't seen a lot And so what's your opinion on that? Why are they unhappy?
1: I'm not sure yet I'm not sure why I just know that they're not super happy I haven't seen anybody super happy I think, I think that it's a lot of work Women work a lot, a lot harder In the Hebrew faith They work a lot harder And I don't know if that's bad or good right now But I know that they work a lot harder
0: And so if they're not in the Hebrew faith They have it easy
1: um, for the most part yeah because it's a whole different mindset in western culture it's a whole different mindset they're not um, th- it's turned upside down I learned that That's turned up, the whole world is turned upside down and the women are running the relationship and, and they're wearing the pants in the family so they pretty much tell the men what to do so they don't have it too hard because he's doing all the work and it's different in Hebrew faith where the man is under god and uh um, elohim and he's telling the women you know where her place is, rightfully where um the torah tells the women where their place is and so it's a little more difficult to me mm-hmm. um but it's right but it's difficult
0: so it's right you know you're not necessarily going with that uh grass is greener on the other side non-hebrew woman um no no a happy wife is a uh happy life, you know. Is that what you're trying to say? I hear uh, that a
1: lot, but uh it's wrong. Okay. But I hear I hear that a lot.
0: Okay, so sum it up for you. Yeah. It's it them things are wrong. The women that run the house is wrong, but you don't want to be married through the Hebrew face cuz it's hard work for the woman. Is that right? Yes. All right, let's get a little tour in there. Uh Powers, how do you feel about that so
2: far? Um, um marriage. I would, I would I would pretty much <clears throat> you know, generally speaking, I would agree with uh uh Trina's assessment. Okay, are you married? Yeah. How long have you been married? 21 years. 21? Yeah. Okay, Uh,
0: real quick. Trina, how long have you been married? You can can add both marriages together.
1: Um, (laughs) uh, Eight years in a box.
0: Eight years in a box?
1: In a box. First First time, two years. Second time, six years.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so powers out is trumped both of us, even us put together. Um, you said 21 years, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do you feel? Do you uh, marriage work for you? doesn't work for you? It's all right. You change some things. It works. It works? Mm-hmm. What works best for you?
2: Um, what works best for me in marriage? I, I think, to me, just having a sense of fulfillment from the Torah or the Torah, mm-hmm. and sharing that with somebody, mm-hmm. and learning and growing together, you know, just... That's what makes it, you know, good. That's what works the best because that, that was like the foundation, you know, of our relationship. And we, we both have a strong interest in, you know, being obedient, you know, to, to the creator. That, and, that uh, foundation's huge. So nothing, yeah. that's good. So we always have room to, to do different things and to, you know, explore different areas. So I think that works. That's what I love about it the most. Um but it yeah it's pretty
0: what what part do you agree with the uh, trainer that it is hard work for the woman and the, the um
2: the contrast behind a um between rather a uh a marriage from a biblical perspective as opposed to from a um a, a european western perspective mm-hmm. it's a big difference, so I definitely agree with her on that um also the fact that um, that this society, uh, that a lot of marriages in this society are kind of dominated by women Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so I definitely agree with that Um, as well as once you start to come into a a Hebrew understanding of things, there are a lot of women that are like, you know unhappy, so Mm -hmm. it's not anything she said that I didn't agree with so Mm -hmm. But I have maybe like a, I've observed different things over the years, you know, and I've seen why women do certain things, and I've seen women make growth and adjustments, you know, if they want to, or if they try, you know, when they try hard enough. So, but I, you know, those are the three things I definitely agree with her on, and acutely that stand out in my mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And just' you, you to say to that well, here twitching.
1: Well, yeah everything he said is true but, and and the one thing is 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 that when you start growing and you change and say you you were Western and you go into the Hebrew culture then you you take a lot of flack from other women and they're constantly bothering you about what you're doing the way you dress the way you look um I wouldn't take that If I was you from that man And <laughs> it's all that You know You just get tired of hearing it You know On your job You know At home Or whatever You just You hear it all the time So I thought It In that um, Perspective It's kind of hard It's just very hard Do you agree yeah, yeah, with
2: I, that? I, I agree with you 100% And I and I think like But um, But it's different I would say like it's different, there's a big cultural difference between who's actually, what is the ethnic background of Mm -hmm. this person that's trying to observe, you know, a biblical culture now that plays a big role in how long they've been exposed to it Mm -hmm. and how deep that Mm -hmm. individual, male and female, have actually been trying to live this way before they get married. You know what I mean? For example my Mm -hmm. wife and I I mean my background is uh my first two friends were uh Puerto Rican and Haitian Mm -hmm. you know when I was in New York um then when I moved to the DC area PG County Prince George's County Mm -hmm. um the friends were from all different types because we lived near um when I was in high school we lived near Andrews Air Force Base off Allentown Road off of Off Road so it was like a multi-ethnic background even though our neighborhood Mm -hmm. was primarily you know uh i would call the tribe of judah which are the (laughs) black americans they were primarily from that background and then we had hispanics Mm -hmm. um but that's that's my ethnic background as far as my exposure um Mm -hmm. my wife of 21 years she's from ohio Mm -hmm. but her ethnic background is more oriented um from a caribbean perspective because her father's uh, her father's brothers and her father's father were all born in, and her father's mother were all born in Puerto Rico. Oh. Okay. So we have a different cultural background because even though the, the mo- a lot of um, um, Puerto Rican households are uh, uh, ma- matriarchal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's still a sense of machismo in in how to like the man is still like. A macho man Headed a household So, they, so they're able it, To balance it Right so there's, there's There's sort of A balance Okay You know There's sort of There's sort of A balance in that So when you Which is When you come into a The Hebrew culture mm-hmm. There's a strong woman But that woman Is submissive When it's necessary mm-hmm. To the husband And there's a strong man But that strong man Can balance with the woman As far as Her duties and roles And her strengths And her weaknesses And the household You know Operates that way but if you're coming from most of our people in the Americas mm-hmm. come from like a you know going back to um, uh, you know COINTELPRO okay. you know counterintelligence program mm-hmm. when the US government said they're going to mm-hmm. actually you know but you can go to FBI.org and, s- that. .gov and see that the black family in America which is I say, the Judites but just for the sake of knowing what I'm talking about black Amer- so called black Americans mm-hmm. um, they have a different a, you know, cultural experience in terms of marriage, you know, in terms of family structure. Mm-hmm. So, we come from a very, you know, uh, a lot percentage wise absent fathers, right? Mother's presence, right. right? So, it's like even when you get married, you don't come from a very patriarchal society like the Bible is. Mm-hmm. You come from a matriarchal society, so you just automatically kind of fall in line and say, Well, the woman's gonna lead the way. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much how it is in a, in a lot of our households mm-hmm. in America. When we're from this place, you know Yeah,
0: I do know um, yeah. what, what does the uh, Torah end up saying When there's that inequity there? Like you said, the, there's that matriarchal woman But she also still know how to be um, Submissive, Submissive. Mm-hmm. And so when, they, they, when they're both at a Disagreement um, What does the Torah say about getting back into
2: agreements? Um From the beginning we see um, bef- even, even before we look at the creation of man That the primary Purpose of the woman's creation was to, this is, it says that there was not uh, a help that was suitable for Adam mm-hmm. that was found. Mm-hmm. Okay, so her initial um, purpose of creation was to be a, a helpmeet unto Adam. Right. So we have to look at the situation where who's doing what? Are you trying to help me or do you have your own? You know Peripheral agenda That you want right. to push mm-hmm. Let's put everything Back into a Biblical perspective Because
0: mm-hmm. what you we know. see now Is that she has Her own agenda Right And then uh, Has the man Helping her right. Uh, if, right If he even Helping at all He might right. just be Sitting back on the couch Eating <laughs> potatoes And playing video games And she's actually Doing all of it The cooking The cleaning The yeah. the kids The, the, the job right the, right the paying the bills And so and he, He's just
2: there For, for looks And right. to say I do have a man But like right. a, like a, and he might be eating potatoes and potato chips too. Oh, <laughs> right, when <they> right, <laughs> right, right, with a side of popcorn. Yeah, but but, but the thing is that like, I mean, but I mean they who, they did a good number, on the family structure period That's right. in America, and it, and a lot of times it cross. Well, I can't say a lot of times, but sometimes it does cross, you know, cultural or ethnic lines. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes you you will get some you know people that aren't of our ethnic background you know that have um similar conditions as we have but it does it's not a lot you know it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't happen a lot similar conditions as in as far as uh the matriarchal households um broken families uh absent fathers okay now of course that's not the that's not the condition of all you know of of all people, but it's definitely you know from what we see with our eyes right. Is prevalent in certain communities mm-hmm. you know more more than others you know so once that person gets married they're not well they're not looking at it from a Torah perspective of course but once you go back to the Torah you see that it says that um it, it, the woman was told that um her desire will be to her husband mm-hmm. and he will rule over her but a lot of men a lot of men out there are you know you know a lot of men are horish. Mm -hmm. Like A lot of women are Mm whores. But a lot of men are whorish And don't really have the Aren't really looking at a woman for the right things Right You know, I can say fundamentally the woman Is Just from being exposed You know, to this society In a relationship between man and woman The woman is usually trying to supply Or trying to fulfill A physical need that she may have In her life Mm -hmm. You know i.e. I need help with this or Mm -hmm. help with that the man is more driven toward uh satisfying a sexual desire Mm -hmm. so even when you're not dealing in toward the the woman's motives sometimes are still a lot more sensible and logical than a man's perspective of why he's trying to pursue this relationship with this woman.
1: that's interesting, because why that it would be that way? Because I was just listening to the radio, and they said that that a man is married, and then he has a side piece. So if if he's driven by his his uh, that uh, what he wants in the relationship, why does he need his wife and a side piece? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even in even in that, he he's still not connected in marriage. Mm-hmm. Even in you know our Western culture, that the, and it's. I I can't say it's mostly black men, but a lot of times it is.
0: Yeah, men in general. (laughs) in
1: in, in general, a lot of times what I hear it is, if how do you, why do you need all that extra? Because your your structure is wrong in the first place, Mm -hmm. and then you you got extra on the side of your wife, Mm -hmm. and and that's accepted, acceptable. nobody was saying no, that's wrong. No, I I you know, they they were understanding and patting them on the back and saying yeah, you know, because I got a side piece too, And, and I was like really. I mean, this is really ridiculous. Well, the every huge girl.
0: thing is the society uh, molds you that way and say it's okay. Period. So, um, for the for the women, they, they say you know um, men to be men, boys to be boys, and they still you know sometimes have a little more urge than than uh, the women do. So then it's okay, long as he still brings the money home or or pays attention to me or will deal with it. Um, for as the man, sometimes mm. they have uh, things like uh, the the wife won't do certain things I needed to do, and so they go outside. Or um, the wife is um, not as valuable as they would want them to be, so they go outside or um there's a that lust that you can be satisfied with one in, in the home in the home, so then they go outside um, it it's uh there's lots of reasons that necessarily are biblical or uh, make sense, but it's uh society says you know the more team you have, the more uh, not just you having a belt married or not the the better of a man you are,
1: mm. Well, so, that makes sense. And if it's gonna be that way, so I don't necessarily. Do
2: you? What do you say about that, uh, Pariza? Um, is that a good answer? Uh, um, <laughs> I think it is, it's <laughs> yeah. it's social engineering, man. It's everything. There's nothing in this. There's very few things in this society. There's very few thought processes that we have that's not socially programmed. From the way we dress to what we eat. To what we think about relationships with newborn babies or complexion everything is socially programmed so it's, it's to society's benefit to have the system set up like that because the more you can get people to isolate and be by themselves and to think individually the better it is for the economic structure of America and the producers
1: right. okay
2: so, if you have your apartment and I have my apartment, that's better because now we're paying two connection fees, two service distribution charges, and you oh. know two taxes but we have our if we have one apartment with you know two bedrooms we're we're not we're only paying one of those service those sets of service fees that they can charge us so America is basically set up for marriages to fail right. well, uh, just for in America' is more focused on individuality it's not a marriage society. And if it is a marriage society It's a very limited Monogamous marriage society And even most of those marriages Do end up in divorce or separation So there's a problem With the paradigm and the model The problem isn't marriage itself Or the man and the woman The problem is the education And the platform Or the paradigm That's being given to society About marriage and relationships in general
0: Well I can see how that That would benefit the economy Having two different Well yeah Two different places You know I live here You live here And we're paying two different Bills But what about What Trina was saying About why is there A need for a side piece As she called it A side um, piece
1: That's what they called it Side
2: piece Side piece um, AKA another woman On side Even being married That's a tough question And you gotta Kinda I guess uh, I can look at it From different I can look at it From different perspectives Okay Give us a couple Let see that <laughs> okay. give, us, give us a couple For a second One perspective Is that um, I think it's just Some men Is just their inherent nature
0: they mm-hmm. said be fruitful and multiplying and so they don't know how to keep it under control and just just multiply they and not, the they're not they're not
2: they're told they're, they're basically you know given a flat ball you know a, a muddy court and a milk crate and said here go play ball
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's what happens you don't know the, the proper structure and the rules Of how to function as a man and woman in society Because before we go back before marriage We don't even really know how to be men and women Toward other men and women Or toward the opposite sex So that's where the breakdown starts So one of my perspectives would be that It's just, you know The the man just has a natural Some men just have a natural desire To deal with a woman Some men have a natural desire To deal with more than one woman you know The switch doesn't go off And say well I want her But I don't want another one So and the switch we, Can never go off? It it, it can go off mm-hmm. But You know Some men don't want A woman period You know But it's, it's a wiring it's, it's, it's a programming You know Some people just Program the wire Have you seen the same
1: thing In other cultures That you've been around? Have you seen um, the same thing?
2: Actually When I did a study 89% Of The world's cultures are not monogamous what 89% of the world's cultures are not monogamous the European culture is in the minority and that's what we as eastern people have been given to practice is their their culture that developed you know independently away from because remember we're from like the whole Fertile Crescent area so how we think and feel and act sometimes like uh, with our first mind so culturally, is a lot of times we can't explain it, but we kind of reject it because it's not, you know, in line with what society is teaching us. So, in in Belize, they don't call it a side piece; they call it a um, they call it a uh, uh, sweetheart. So, a lot of men in Belize might have a wife in one village, and then have another wife that they might live with, you know, in the city. They might have children with this woman that lives in the village, and when they have the uh, children with this woman. They take care of the children. They go and visit the woman. Once again, they're doing the right thing with their children, but they don't know what they're what they're doing is judged wrong by the uh, Anglican and Catholic Church. See, see, that's who set the rules for marriage. It wasn't we didn't set the rules for marriage.
0: Did the, does the two women they know about each
2: other? Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. And when they do, Ma- are they okay majority, with that? The majority of the times they do. Now, they're when okay. I was, and they're okay with it. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, women going to complain a little bit, but they tolerate it. But you tolerated. know, let me put it tolerated, like that. Okay. Yeah. They they tolerate it. Um, another aspect to your question is, um, most of the people that I know from Haiti, their fathers were dealing with more than one woman simultaneously. Also, okay. Ooh. When you go, and if you know anybody from a different culture, West Africa, um, same thing. When I was in Mexico, same thing. The man would have a white woman here, you know, that he settled down with and got a house and, and then another woman over here, you know. But of course, once again, we're dealing with like, uh, we're dealing with Protestant and Catholic societies. We're not dealing with, you know, we're not dealing with pre-so-called pre, pre so-called Christian societies. You know, we're dealing with, you know, with uh, post-Christianization uh, people.
1: post to,
2: uh, so the Catholic you, Church The
1: Catholic Church is, is what um, indoctrinated the people Right you because those, those set of people you just talked about
2: Right As a matter of fact um, I'm going to tell you this the They had the uh, Lex Antoniana um, The Law Antoniana As you can look it up It was uh, 212 That's when the Catholic Church said You know what We want to try to make monogamy The model for everybody But you know who was exempted from that law specifically in the roman law were hebrews hebrews were exempt from that law why because it was such an inherent part of hebrew culture Mm -hmm. that they said you know they looked at it as if you're going to dismantle our society by telling us you know you know that's like saying in china who in china okay one child okay that's good no problem but if you want to bring that law to america they're gonna look at no we're not going for that Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can't tell us we can only have one child, but that's the law in China. In China, that's what, you know, they, the government said that that's right. how it is. So Lex Antoniana, they said that um, you can only have one wife. And then um, that was that was not the, that the, the Hebrews or the Israelites were exempt from that law. I don't have I don't have any notes or anything. Uh, (laughs) No notes. No notes. You threw your notes out to to to, to show you. Okay. Well, um,
0: maybe you can uh, find some notes in a second because we're going to take a a quick little break, and um, we'll be right back in a few minutes. Hey guys and a chick. This is the one wanting to do a favor for my other beard to another beard, Hosea. This is a chance for you guys to check him out at I Hate Pure flicks. Yes, that's right. I hate pure flicks right now. I hate pure... Oh, yeah, that's the theme song. Hey, give it a shout out. Subscribe. Leave a comment. And just let him know, that, hey, I sent you that way. This is Duan. I'm out. All right, we're back. <laughs> um, we just uh, stopped off at uh, where the chick Trina said, um, why are... Are the men married and have a, what is it, side piece? A side piece,
1: that's what not, they not call it. Not a side it. chick,
0: a, a side piece. And so, far as I was breaking down uh, some cultural different um, aspects of, of why they have side pieces, and, and some of the cultures don't even call them side pieces. What would one of them call Sweetheart.
1: It?
2: Sweetheart. Which is an endearing term, mm-hmm. you
1: know.
2: It's my sweetheart, and here's my wife. <laughs> and I your sweetheart? Yeah, but both, you're my wife, and that's my sweetheart. Mm. <laughs> wow. So,
1: <laughs> well Be ready called call the Sweetheart the side piece Sweetheart <laughs> the awful. side piece awful
0: The side chick The main chick Ew. The bottom chick The top The main <laughs> squeeze N- none, of
1: no, none of those No none of those Matter fact None of it
0: none of it. <laughs> none of it
1: Just gonna be Single Trina Single
0: Single tr-
1: <laughs> None of single, that.
0: single Trina never, never been a side piece Trina
1: Now wait We need to talk about past stuff Oh, like, oh okay
0: on. Cancel <laughs> can, cancel that. I'm
1: um, a changed woman,
0: and that's good. We ain't gonna stay that way, right? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, before we even got into this, um, I mean, before you can get into marriage, um, how do you feel the dating process should go, Trina?
1: How I feel the dating <laughs> process should go mm-hmm. with 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 before marriage. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm pretty sure you should date long enough to know their family, his family, and um, him know your family, and uh, and discuss everything, all aspects as much as you can, and know each other completely. Just you know, just like friends, know each other.
0: Is there a timeline on that? The
1: timeline, however, it takes you long. I get this done in six months. To, yes, if you're good, and you can get this done in six months, you know, know somebody. But uh, honestly, the way I've seen people is they. It, it, after a two years, it's hard to hide anything. If you give them a two-year radius, this the, the real film is going to show up one day.
0: Date for two years?
1: That's what I'm thinking, two years. Uh. Two years, I'm thinking. But, you know, you can take your chances, get it done early. If people can fake a long time. Two years, you can really can't fake that long, so you probably can...
0: Probably uh, how do you agree? You, can, you can't fake being what's my for two years?
2: What's your time limit? What? I mean, I agree uh. that... You can't, you can, you can't fake, you know, you can't be somebody who you're not for longer two than years. for two I, years. I agree with that. So what? Con- like, let's see,
0: year and a half, year. You can you, can you can fake it for a year, but you might. Two be, years?
2: I don't know if you can fake it for a year. It's dep- it just depends on you know what what the prod what the prodding level is. You, mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. you know, I mean like like my aunt my aunt, my aunt the Potroth, my aunt Gloria in Alabama said. He said, "Junior, you got to learn people. Mm -hmm. So you you really got to learn people, though. You, you mean you got to sometimes you got to put people in an awkward situation, you know, multiple times, to get to get the reaction that you. The scripture says if you want to, if you would have a friend, you know, it says try the friend. Mm -hmm. So you have have to try people, not try them like I'm a, you know, like like your grandma. You said don't try me, Mm
1: -hmm. but try them
2: as far as like you know, really see where their heart is.
1: Right." A lot of different instances you can try. People.
2: But yep. dun, dun, on the other side, dun. I do not believe in dating. Well, first of all, what is dating? It depends on how you define dating.
1: Dating to get to know the person, date, like go out places together, see. Courting. What makes them upset? What makes them happy? What makes them sad? What makes them? What what what. What are they? What is their personality around friends? Are they, you know, prejudiced? Are they not prejudiced? Will they like your friends? Will they not like you? Will they fit in? You know, are they weird? You, you Yeah. Date. Yeah. You got to know.
0: I think it's a little bit of both of those. Uh, it's uh, putting them in a hard place to see where they're, where they're going to mm-hmm. fit in. Um, and then um, dating would be also what you're, I guess, for the man, um, what do you expect from a woman? And then mm-hmm in those those categories to see how she uh, works out um, and I mean like cooking um, uh, social as Trina said social family friends uh, work ethics um, and see if the y'all can mesh and come together so I guess courting getting to know um, but you said no dating so what 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 do you do? I mean like I said what, I what just um, what I do I'm sorry n- yeah no I'll just go ahead and you said. You didn't believe in dating, right? Is that?
2: I I do agree with what what, what Trina said though. Oh. As far as like getting to know the person, and maybe going places publicly, things like that. Okay. But I would say chaperoned.
1: Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's fine. I would
2: say like, you know, that's fine.
1: Yeah. I think like yeah. that my
2: sounds grandma. like babysitting.
1: I mean, I don't I don't really care as long as you get to know that person is not crazy.
0: <laughs> you, would, you would you would you don't mind <laughs> so that your so next
1: so husband's going to be chaperoning you? I don't know that one no. so like, bit. Uh, as long as you don't know
2: they're crazy. Like my grandmother said, um, boys and girls will play. But that's it. Yeah, boy. I mean, that says. I mean, if you leave a boy and a girl alone for uh-huh. enough time right, right, alone, right. they will start to play together. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from a biblical perspective and from a, a Eastern cultural perspective, we had different types of of marriages, and when we see in the scriptures. Um, we see that from even from Genesis which is the model there's a there's a uh, a male entity involved that's taking this female entity and he's giving her to this other male entity and making them become one flesh Mm -hmm. there's only one occasion I know of in the Bible itself where you have a woman where it says nothing about the woman uh, dealing with her father or her brother to get remarried and that's when uh when David married Abigail, after Nabal died, and he choked on his food, I think it was, mm-hmm. and he married Abigail, which was a widow. Her husband had just died, and you know, his body temperature hadn't really dropped yet. And <laughs> she and she she married David, you know, right. while he was on a run. So for us, we had betrothals. Mm-hmm. The woman was promised to be married, mm-hmm. and there was a uh, a fifty shekel bride price. Paid if you took a woman's virginity, but you had to go to the father, and say that you wanted to marry the woman, and the Mm -hmm. father could refuse you, or he would say he would say yes. Mm -hmm. You see, so my understanding of marriage, once again, it's all it's all cultural. So I filter everything through my culture, which is the Hebrew culture. Mm -hmm. You know, as a yashalaya man, as an Israelite man, I don't just take what society says. So. The only time you see a woman having that free Will quote unquote to go out and see who She was going to marry or make her own choice Quote unquote to, for marriage was When there was when she was a widow When mm-hmm. the woman was in her father's House or When she, when, she, when the woman was in her father's House she always Um was spoken for by her Father or for her brother we see this with uh, Rebecca we see it with Um with uh Uh Leah We see it with uh with Rachel, uh, we don't see it with um, David and Bathsheba, which she was a widow because David sent him to the front line to get killed because he got, his because David got Uriah's wife pregnant, and he sent him to the front line to die. So, right. if
1: there's a woman with no brother and no father and I- any men at all, so how would she get married? Then it would depend
2: she get married? on is it, it if her father was alive or not.
1: No. What if he's not alive? If her
2: father, then she would be considered to be fatherless, so that would fall under um, the rest of the family or the community that she was a part of. Right. But she could.
1: They would. They would marry her to someone. She wouldn't.
2: Well, not like it, necessarily. It's
0: like the who's who's the next head or a man in her in her life right. that would be that could take the father's place, and that might be an uncle or you know a cousin, a brother. And so you just keep naming down until you get to the point where there is no men
2: in your family to, to, uh, to marry you off, and then there would be the community. Now, when I was in Mexico, in um, I was in a Michoacan, the state of Michoacan, in a r- real nice town called Pascuado. Have a real big, nice lake there. It was this, It was the uh, oldest son. So once the, his father died, mm-hmm. so he was the one in charge of his mother now. So she was under. You know, she's a part of his. His household, so to speak, because remember in the Bible in biblical times there were very few single women outside living on their own. So she was always under a man in some in some way. Even when we go into uh, when we look in um, Acts chapter six, it talks about the widows. The widows were getting their daily food from from the uh, from the disciples. So even with the widow she was the one that was really under community, you know, protection. But if it wasn't a widow, then that woman was a part of a a household. She wasn't just out there by herself. She was a part of a household. So the whole, and that's another paradigm that comes with us, you know, in Western society. So you think it probably cancel down a lot of these
0: uh, women running around and having babies and whatnot if they all had a head covering if their right. father was married, Definitely. them or a brother or, or something like that. 100%. And not just, you, you're a free for all and you pick. Matter of fact, uh, it's upside down now where the women are proposing to the men, where hmm. it used to even, um, Western society it would be the man on one knee to the woman,
2: but now it's adopted where uh, the woman proposes to the man. Cause remember they used to say, you know, at the weddings they used to say, who gives this mm-hmm. woman away in marriage, the man used to go to the father, like, "May I have your daughter's hand in mm-hmm. marriage?" So it used to be done like that. Mm-hmm. Now the problem is this: the father doesn't realize that he has the power to say no, because American society doesn't give him that power. Right. He can say, "No, I don't want you marrying my daughter," mm-hmm. or you know, he doesn't realize that any vow that his daughter makes, once he finds out about that vow, even if it's a marriage vow, when you look at Numbers chapter 30, he has the power to nullify any vow that His daughter makes right so she, if he's been overseas for seven years and he comes back and she's been married to a guy for six years and he finds out, he can say, No, I don't want you marrying. I mean, I'm just going from a Torah perspective, right? I know it, it's at odds with what society says, but if you if I base everything on my whole opinion, you know, I'm not a, like a Torah robot, I have to go and check and see what it says, mm-hmm. I'm not like that. But the, for the major things, I go and see what does this Torah say about this, and then I mold my you know, my opinion. Around that, because it's hard to anyway. Go ahead, yeah.
0: Oh, I was was still amazed by your Torah, your Torah um, robot voice.
2: (laughs) 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 I I just thought we were gonna start
0: doing the robot dance, Um, but I think that would I mean, there's nothing wrong with that having the basis around the Torah because I think it would would cut down a lot of these uh, issues in society Uh, headless women, or what Trina was saying. uh, How would a woman get married? Because I've even heard of um, um, marriages uh, without. The daughter's consent. Just um, what do you call that? Um, Where they married the uh, the father finds a a good man and then he marries her off. Arranged marriage. Arranged marriage. There we go. Couldn't think Mm -hmm. of it, but even that. And so society nowadays is like, oh no, I'm taking you to court, Daddy. Mm -hmm. Like you can't do that. But um, even biblical, they did that, and and it was because the father had say so. And yeah
1: that's what i mean it was a, it's just so hard for women because they thats a hard thing because if the man is not right and he marries you off to somebody for the pay whatever and 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 i've heard it being like that sometimes with with uh the men don't know how to be men even in the western cultures and so you can't trust them to marry you to anybody for for what Mm-hmm. If they don't like you as a daughter, you're not their favorite, they maybe you off for <laughs> whatever
0: and, reasons. Right, just it's to get rid of her. I'm tired a, of buying. Yeah,
1: I'm tired of buying food for you. let right. go. <laughs> right.
0: Maybe you off. But, but you just got to imagine that, that wonderful biblical way of if the father you know loved his daughter so much. just Yeah, like, that's wonderful. Like Allah, he loves us, that he would do the best for you and have only your best interests in mind. So you wouldn't even have to worry about finding uh, a husband because the father found him for you and he want nothing but the best. How he treats you, which is wonderful at home, is how the man would treat you that he that he found this husband for. The husband for you. That for the daughter.
1: Fantastic, but so, I just know that right could you now you've been, it's you not been like
0: westernized. That. Yeah, of course it's not like that. But I right, just said just like live the dream with me a little bit and you keep shutting it down. Just live the dream a little bit of what it would be like on it. if you, if your father loved you so much that you wouldn't have to be married twice because he found you a great man. Yeah,
1: it's a stretch because mm. <laughs> my father was a stepfather and I wasn't a favorite, mm-hmm. so it's a stretch. It's so when you say imagine, how do you get imagine from from where? i would be pulling it from the ceiling. I, where, imagine imagine it from where?
0: Imagine um, from a uh, point of, and this is slightly out of order, but of of a mother uh, finding the 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 as you are of two boys finding the perfect daughter or. Uh, woman for your son Now what would you do To find that Go to the ends of the earth To find a perfect woman For your son And you see how she acts How she How she cooks How she looks
1: That's too hard I to had to pray <laughs> Too hard to have to <laughs> that was too hard I had to pray I had to, You know Yahweh do that <laughs> uh-huh. It was too hard Women didn't cook They didn't clean They didn't know nothing I could find one <laughs> I had to pray. Pray hard, fast.
0: what what do you got to help me with her to, to get her to imagine this, this what it would be like?
2: Um it, oh I was trying to imagine can, what it would be like. Yeah, I don't mean, know. I don't know. <laughs> you can even use the robot voice. That might help <laughs> <laughs> to penetrate. Um would you read the scriptures you see that? Mm-hmm. Even though kinda Rachel got played lightweight. Yep. And Leah. Oh, don't feed well, yep. Don't feed into it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's already she already saying played right? over there. I, I, and what about the woman That got cut up in pieces and, and she went all around And what about The one that said Take my daughters And, and leave these men alone And that the daughters Get raped And it, the women don't have A really Really wonderful time
2: Yeah but you, We found we, I think Those stories that we find About are, are the exceptions To the rule That's why we have Thousands and thousands Of marriages And relationships But you only find a few Of them that are really Mentioned by You know by name And by uh, by, by scenario mm-hmm. But for the perfect to, to find You know um, Everything for us a, a woman that's You know Been married before And is not married now um, Or a woman that's Never been married And wants A uh, a husband Or head the, the best thing to do Is to have community involvement If you don't have a You know Responsible father But the father is definitely Going to have to be like Yea or nay You know f- From my understanding Of the Torah mm-hmm. It's the father The scripture says That the, the blessing Of the father Establishes the house the Establishes the households And we see the father Did not have the right To say no in, in Exodus chapter 21 You know what I'm saying So so the thing is that you, you There's no such thing As a perfect anything In this world When you look at Jacob And Abraham and Sarah I mean He lied Dude tried to take his woman And kill him Then he lied Again And the dude Nobody could have children his whole land Because I mean, she was an old woman But she looked so good Even at her old age That he thought that the king of the land Was going to kill him And try to take his woman You know So I don't think there really is a perfect relationship But any relationship that's based on Torah observant people And they have conviction in their heart And their souls have been converted with sincerity And you're judging that person by wisdom and humility That's going to make that person more You know close to being you know to being perfect if that's a road that they're you know going to stay on and continue on that path so at the end of the day it's not really about you know whoa it's about looking at that person's spirit and judging him because humility is what can't be faked right you know you can't fake humility and you can't fake biblical wisdom and you can't fake ruach hakodesh or ruach ha-kodesh. you can't fake the holy spirit right and you can't fake you know, fearing Yahweh with all your heart, soul, and might, and right. love your neighbor as yourself. You can't fake those things. No, so. sounds good.
1: Sounds good. So okay, good, I get good, the good. good, 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 good. She's
0: got a vision. <laughs> let's, let's, let's head out of here in a positive note. Uh, uh, Paradise. <laughs> What's quickly? Um, wh- what do you? What is the uh, longest um, biblically, um, Torah-based? Somebody's been married. Um, that we have a number. At all, as long as somebody's been married. I don't know.
2: Um, you mean, in, in our modern time? No, No. Or in the in the Torah?
0: Torah. I don't know. I don't know. I know they was living for years, <laughs> like 700, 900 years. So I was wondering what would be something. Because I know nowadays it's uh be on the news. They have the, the couple that's, uh, that's uh, 65, hun- yeah, 65 years. 60, 70 years because they're 112 <laughs> years old. And so, you know, that's something to look for. I'm going to leave on that positive note that, you know, there is people out there that's been married for 65 years. And, that's right. And I so I was looking some. for something biblical that, since they've been living longer, probably. Yeah, I don't even know that. Probably um, what that would be, but. We didn't, get in, looking, we didn't get into divorce this time Right We, we, didn't, we didn't get that far On a far. positive note We're right. going to leave though Right Positive, <laughs> positive right. note We're going to leave on that Because yes. it's getting a little scary And you're making my year and a half Looks so scary So uh, I can't imagine that I can't imagine that So um, I really um, want to thank you Power uh, out for coming out and, my, and, my, and my pleasure And uh, speaking over over your marriage and your input in there, um, I definitely have to have you come back in and dig a little deeper. Yeah, it'd be an honor, definitely. We're going to head out. That's been another segment of Beards Bros and a Chick. Uh, Stay tuned. We definitely have more uh, high topics um, for you uh, in the future. And uh, this is the one is out. Grow a beard.
1: What do you think we are,
0: nerds?